Welcome to Magic and Mayhem Podcast. I'm your host, Leslie Johnston. And today we're doing episode 11 and drinking around the world. Hey, Jake, how are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. We got a lot to talk about today. We do. We do. This is a big topic. It is. This is a serious topic. It's a really serious topic. And it, we talked about this. It's almost like a religion for some people. This is taken to the extreme. Yeah. For you Disney World fanatics. Yes, this is you, a thing. You know exactly what we're where we're going with this. If you are a Disney World fanatic and you don't know where we're going with this, once we start talking about it, you'll be like, oh, my God, I always see those people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you definitely have an opinion about it. That's so, right. If you like it or you don't like it. Or where do you start? Yeah, where do you start? Well, I usually start in Mexico. So what are we doing today? We're drinking around the world. Nice. And at the World Showcase at Epcot, mm-hmm. the old Epcot Center. So I consider myself a veteran of drinking around the world. I consider myself, I've just done it one time. I'm a one and done. Oh, no, you're not. Yeah, I did that with the marathon too. It was just like, well, it was only a half marathon. One and done, check. Skydiving, one and done, check. Drink around the world, one and done, check. You say that, and I don't think I could ever convince you to run a half marathon again. No way. Um, which I did the first half, you did the second. It was a fun time. Yeah, no way. I never and have to do that again. skydiving, I never think have to that do that both again. of us are, are probably just fine. Never have to do that again. Um, but. Drink around the world, never have to do that again. I think I can convince you to do it again. We'll see. Um, <laughs> why don't, since you're a veteran, why don't you explain what does this mean, drink around the world? So in general, in a, in a, in a quick synopsis, what this means is at the World Showcase, if you haven't been there or you, you go there all the time, you know this, um, they have pavilions around, well, they call them pavilions, but basically it's Disney. So, you know, they're very intricate. Each one of them, not every one of them, we'll get to that. But they are themed after a country, and some of the cast members are sometimes from that country. Yeah, pre-COVID, uh, it was all yeah pre-COVID. natives of the that country, and they were doing. I don't know how their programming worked, but yeah. Um, but within really, a few years, it was just general cast members, and maybe right. they're getting back to that. I'm not sure because I haven't been in a while. But yeah, so um, basically. You start on one side of the lagoon, or what's it called, the the World Showcase, and you can make your way all the way around in um, uh, not a complete circle. Well, technically, if it's food and wine, you can kind of go in a complete circle, but... Well, it's kind of a half circle. Yeah. And um, there are these, they call them pavilions, and that's what we'll, we will call them, um, but they're pretty intricate. For instance, we I always start in Mexico. Um, it's shaped like a a Mexican ruin and like an Aztec like a or a Mayan, Mayan ruin. ruin. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really amazing. I think they do a really good job um, with with Mexico. So Mexico is like at the reason there's a debate on where you start is because Mexico is on one side, 
one end and it's a mile long i think the whole the whole trek just the the pathway then you go back into the countries and obviously there's right. way more territory to be covered but it goes in it in then my- it goes across this bridge and then that's the international gateway which is the back entrance to epcot so then you're in between france and the uk so but, a lot of people like to start in one of those because that's like kind of pre-gaming. But I, in my opinion, you got to start at the end. You either start at Canada or Mexico. I kind of feel like the UK pre-game or if you're into like a bubbly or something, it's the France pre-game and then you can you can go down okay. or you can backtrack to Canada. Okay. So Canada is the end on the so other side. So coming from the veteran, you start in Mexico. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm a little bit partial. I like to start in Mexico. I think it's a great place to start. So you, so wait, what's the goal here? The Did goal you finish is, explaining? No, no. So you you go from country to country, mm-hmm. um, and you have one drink in every single country until you get to the very end. Um, there's 11 stops. Plus the Africa outpost. Oh, I, that's including Africa, isn't it? No. Oh, yeah. 11 plus Africa. So it's it's boozy. Um, so you've got to be careful the way you do it. Um, you know, you you've got to be able to pace yourself over these eleven drinks. Oh, maybe the eleven includes. Oh no, eleven, eleven, and then plus Africa. Yeah, and so I've done more. I've gone to the end and then back, and we'll talk same, about that. Same, I did that. Um, and the one and time I it can did get it. dangerous. So you just got to you know if you're, you're if you're having this many drinks, you've got to. You've got to be um, ready to just drink like you're part of the varsity team. Plus, there's some rules of drinking a lot. You got to hydrate. Yeah. You, don't forget your water. Yeah, don't forget water. You need to hydrate. You need to eat food. Eat food. There's <laughs> plenty of food along your journey. Right. So Eat food. So let's start it out. We're going to start in Mexico. I'm going to just like lay down the ground rules here. Of, okay. In my opinion, drink around the world. I, I have to like be full disclosure. I've only done it officially once. I've been to the World Showcase plenty of times. I've had drinks in multiple countries plenty of times. But starting in Mexico and traversing all the way around, finishing in Canada, and then heading back. We went back, started we the did, other way. We did, yeah, some kind of... Uh, <laughs> all the way back to the American Pavilion. and then I would say hydrate, eat food, take a lot of photos, and have a have a good idea of how you're getting home i like mexico i think there, there's a couple reasons um, do you go inside in the pyramid I've, I've done both i mean yes yes i do so when we did it we just ate outside yeah we had, well we started out with like a little snack and drinks outside and it's a good it is because you can sit in that um it's kind of like a fast service yeah quick service and have a beer out by the water. Or a margarita. Or a margarita. Shot of tequila. Whatever you like. I think being able to do that in Mexico, because you can get some food, you know. And yeah, and they good. have some decent food there, and their quick service is, um, I mean, it's decent. It's, like, not going to be the best Mexican food you've ever had, but it's going to be fine. There is also the La Cava del Tequila bar. Now, if you like tequila... You can go inside and start your day with a shot mm-hmm. um, and then just go to the bar, get a shot, relax. The bars actually, you might as well sit in there and have it and relax. It's quite nice in there. Yeah, I really enjoy it. I think it's got a lot of character. 
We didn't go there when we when I did the drink around the world, but no. I remember going there at one point and just really relaxing. Yeah, it's actually, and in my opinion, one of the best bars in Epcot. You think? Yeah, because it's kind of it's darker. Mm-hmm. It's in the you know air conditioning, and it's kind of a cool little bar. Yeah, it's that whole that whole pavilion inside is actually very mm-hmm. comfortable mm-hmm. and. So I mean, most chill. of the time, most of the time, I just have a beer. Okay. okay. I'm not a big tequila drinker. Um, you could go in and take a shot. But me personally, my my start is um, a beer. I think a lot of people do margaritas there too. Yeah. Yeah. So you start there and then off you go. And you enter into the world of Norway. The Norwegians. And if you want, you can do the frozen, you know. Yeah, well, you right. can. I mean, we don't but need it. that's a... not really the thing we do. I'm like, actually going to say it. If you're going to drink around the world. I'm not sure you want – maybe you do. How much time do you have, I guess? Because well, we – okay, when we did it, we would – and when you were doing it for all those years, when you went down to, to your conference, mm-hmm. it wasn't starting until like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, well, which is, I guess, a nice time to start drinking heavily. Yeah, I think I would try to get in there a little earlier than that, but yeah. Um, but so we didn't – I guess what I'm qualifying it with is that we didn't have a lot of time to be doing – Attractions and right, you're you're, the, you're you're there to eat and drink. That's what you're there for. You things. are there to eat yeah. and drink. So if I have a beer, sometimes I would say it's been half and half. I'll do a aquavit. Oh yeah, the aquavit is really good there. Yeah, so I'll actually hit Norway, do an aquavit, skull. Yeah, That's and what you say. and move on. It's like their cheers, right? Skull. I'll do an aquavit and move on. You can't have another beer there, but you, there's a lot of beer along the way. So, and if I've already had a beer in Mexico, because I'm yeah, not a drinker, yeah, beer gets heavy. I will have an Aquavit. Yeah. And so, so Norway's not a really long stop for me. But I do love the Norway Pavilion. So, if you're just doing that, um, make sure you get back there and spend some time in there. There's actually really, besides just the frozen ride, there's actually a really a lot of cool historical stuff. And then off you go, right? And then you head to China. You head to China. Um, so there's two places I go there. I'll go to the Joy of Tea or I'll go to the Lotus Blossom. Um, most all times I've gone to Lotus Blossom. When I was with you, we had the Joy of Tea because it was the food and wine. Well, okay. So keep in mind now, Epcot almost always has a festival going on. Right. The flower one and the... Yeah. Flower and Garden, Festival, Festival of the Arts and the Festival of the Holidays. So you're going to come across the food. I don't know what you call them. The the little they're, they're carts or whatever. Well, they're not really carts. Yeah, but the booths. The booths. booths. Yeah, yeah. The Excuse booths. me. The booths. Yeah. So th- we had the bao buns, I think, one time there, and they were really good. Yeah. Um, I think sing tao. Um, yeah. So I usually have a sing tao there. Uh, one time I did try the plum wine. Ooh. And it's a little How sweet for me. Yeah. It wasn't mm. the best. I I've think. had plum wine um, when at this uh, Japanese restaurant that we used to go to, yeah. and I didn't really like it. Well, I, that day, I think I had a beer in Mexico, a beer in Norway. Oh, and you were feeling and I was like, like you, you know, lighter. I knew what was next, and I'm like, you know, I think I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna head, I'm gonna stick with something a little lighter, and went with the plum wine, and that's why I kind of do the beer aquavit beer. Yeah, so I'll get a sing tao there. Um, and, and again, maybe a little, maybe a little snack and China, if you're just inside 
that area, the garden area. It's a nice place if you can find a bench. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very nice. And, it's beautiful. Um, yeah. And you can just kind of people watch and and hang out. And you're at the beginning of the drink around the world. Mm-hmm. So everything's still pretty calm. Life is still on the ground. Nothing's spinning yet. So <laughs> it's actually, you know. It's you a still nice- might be checking the drinks off your yeah. whatever sort of passport. Maybe you have a homemade passport or an Etsy made passport right. or some sort of kid. They, they still have the kid cot. Do they still do kid cot? Where you can get the little stickers for kids. I think they do, but yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I've never done that. But well, we've kind of done it in a half. Yeah, we yeah sort of way. So not in a drink around the world sort of way, but you totally could. So, so they, now you know. Yeah. Let's 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 recap. You've had a beer. Let's. You've had an Aquavit, and now you just. I'm have a actually going to say that most people are going to get a tequila in Mexico. Okay, something a tequila drink. All right, so let's say they do that. So you're on. Your, you're just leaving your third drink. And so now, you know, you start and you got your buzz going on a little bit and you're headed down the road. Don't forget this. This is not considered a pavilion, but I'm going to call it a pavilion because I think it deserves one. And that's the African outpost. Um, the outpost. The outpost is African themed. I think it needs a whole pavilion. Um, it's a whole continent. Well, I, but Morocco is part of Africa and it gets a country. Oh, I know. So. I know. I'm not sure what's going on there. No. It's kind of a strange deal because it's not really African inspired either. But getting a beer there. You can get a hot dog and you can get some draft (laughs) beers. (laughs) So uh, getting a beer there isn't bad because then you just kind of hang out by the water and you have a nice little beer by the water. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a little bit of a longer walk. So maybe you need to stop for refreshment. Yeah. So that's not a really big stop, but it's 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 a buzz booster. It's a buzz booster, and you should pay respect to Africa. Yeah. So, okay, here we go. We've got four drinks under, and okay. we're headed to Germany. And so when you're in Germany, I drink beer. So I feel like Germany is beer-centric. It is. I've been to Germany a couple times, the real Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's beer-centric. It is beer-centric. They do have nice wines, but I'm going to say go with the beer. Yeah. Can't go wrong. You know, I, I don't go back to the beer garden. Um, to, to get my, my beer, you can just get one out of the cart in the front. Yeah. There's plenty of places. And you know, if you're hungry, get a pretzel. And I will actually take a, just when I'm in these pavilions, I'll stroll back in them, you know, and I usually kind of stroll back in them and and find a place in the middle or something and, and find some place to sit down. And, and again, when I'm by myself, I people watch, you know, there's nothing else to do. I mean, I don't have anybody to talk to. So at this point, you guys were five drinks. And if you have time <laughs> to either stand in line or circle back around, they have really good caramel corn at the Werther's shop in Germany. Car- caramel Kluge? Is that what it is? I'm gonna look yeah, it. it's, it's like the, the caramel, caramel Kluge. Kluge. Is that, am I right on that? Something like that. And it's delicious. It is the caramel Kluge. It's, it's. I don't know how Get the caramel corn. It is it delicious. It is really good. Now, um, I'm going to throw this out there. I mean, we have been wearing, we wear our shirts, drink around the world. I've done I didn't have shirts when I did it by myself um so many times and God how lame. I know. But you definitely if you see other people there that are wearing shirts and at this point you know you're going to realize that you're not the only one doing this. No, a lot of people uh, are doing this. <laughs> and by this is about the time in Germany when you realize, 
oh yeah i've seen you guys like at the mm-hmm. last couple pavilions and you you realize other people are on the same journey as you are this is the time of the of the drink around the world where you start getting the nods is this the camaraderie kicking in yeah camaraderie's point? kicking in you i mean it is you know you're in a public thing so people don't come up and talk to you obviously you know i mean I, you know you get to know them but there is the there is the you know the head nods and the are you sure? Because one time on Facebook, I saw this couple and they were celebrating their anniversary, their wedding anniversary, like seven years wedding anniversary. And they met in the Germany pavilion because they were both drinking around the world. Well, okay. Apparently, it's the spot. It's the camaraderie spot. Mm-hmm. It's a culture. Now you realize you're part of the culture. Mm-hmm. You realize you just sunk into part of Epcot culture. That you're is the fabric. Mm-hmm. You're the you, supporting fabric of Epcot. You've now you've now entered part of the culture. This is part of the thing that people love. You have spent more than $60 on drinks. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and you still have another $60 And to now go. you're feeling kind of buzzed here. You got five five drinks under your belt and off we go to Italy. Yeah, and so. Italy is wonderful. So Italy to me when I've traveled to Italy it is about wine. Mm-hmm. I think about these delicious red wines that we've had in Italy. Yeah. And these delicious white wines. The Tutto Gusto Wine Cellar is, again, one of my favorite bars in Epcot. It's another one that's dark, mm-hmm. air conditioning. It's a little. It's supposed to be a little wine bar, and you have some wine when you get in there. And you can have a Barbaresco. I would or say, or you can have a you know one of these great Italian. You wines. know what you and I did is we shared a wine flight mm-hmm. when we did it yeah. together. And I do. They have a uh, charcuterie there. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic, um, but it is a place I we usually like to go in. Or even when I'm by myself on the on the drink around the world, I would go in, sit down. Kind oh, COVID kind of ruined that. I guess with the Tudo Gusto. Well, maybe but, I don't know what they're up to now, but when last time we were there, it was a walk, a waitlist walk yeah. up kind of deal. But before that, it was just kind of like a walk in lounge, yeah, and, and kind was, of a first come first serve. So I'm hoping it goes back to that, right? Yeah, back to the old days. But it's a great little bar. It's a fantastic little bar. Yeah, and it's decorated great. Like you're like in a little Italian wine cellar, kind of like a cellar. Yeah, I remember it feeling very relaxed in there. Very relaxed. It's really nice. But you can get fantastic wines too. Like you can get just a glass of, I I mentioned Barbaresco because I know I've had that there. I would recommend a wine flight there if you're doing drink around the world Mm -hmm. and that's where you end up because then you get to try a few of them. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is then when you step outside the bar, you'll run into your comrade, comrades, you know, the, the, the guys that have been there, they've now become your traveling traveling drink around the world people that you're seeing it every time so where are we heading next well now here we just finished drink number six right so here off we are and we are to the american pavilion it's not a huge stopover for me so okay i um don't drink mixed drinks really and so i really have only had a beer in the american pavilion they have got to have some sort of mixed drinks that are super popular i don't know i mean i just go and get a yingling oh well yeah okay so that's my yingling. And then, by the way, that's when I start feeling super bloated. So Yeah. Maybe you want to switch to an ultra at that point. Maybe. <laughs> maybe just get the Bud Light if you want. Yeah. Because, right? by the way, the American get, Pavilion is where you're going to find your Bud Light. Get the lightest beer you can at the American Pavilion. But I usually do the, the, 
the yingling. Um, no, but I mean, I, I mean, I haven't explored this stuff because I'm just not into the culture of cocktails. But they have to have some good cocktails, right? I think they have some sort of lemonade there. You think that's it? Yeah, I'm going to look it up. I, I believe they have lemonade. I'm looking it up, and I believe they have, if I'm right, they do. They have the frozen red stag lemonade. Yeah, I was right, with bourbon. Oh, um, yeah, that sounds good. So maybe I'll try that next time. So anyways, the American Pavilion, when I'm on the drink around the world, is more of a grab a yangling, hang out, sit down, just chill out for a second, and then and then ready to go. Because the next pavilion is actually one of my favorites. The next pavilion is Japan. I love Japan, and I'm not a shopper, but they have one of the best little shopping pavilions. It's a super long superstore yeah. of <laughs> Japanese products. It's yeah. wonderful. <laughs> It's awesome, right? It really is. It is. And so you walk through there and I get those like little green hard candies that like- Oh, that smell like smell BO. Smell like BO, but are fantastic. They're like green and- And I like the little crunchy snacks, mm-hmm. kind of like seaweed crunchies and- Yeah, you get that all in the Japanese pavilion and it's an amazing stop. Uh, you go, I go all the way to the very back and get they, they serve little- Shots, of, shots sake. of sake and mm-hmm. you just have a little sake and then the cup is a souvenir mm-hmm. we must have bought those though no they give them to you i bet they don't anymore well every time i've drank drink around the world they actually come in these little pink yeah sake cups and you can just take the sake cup with you okay it's refreshing it is you know you just get like you know a rice sake and you're on your way grab a little sake down it right there and off you go but I think that they do have um, like the violet sake drink that I've seen that's really popular. But that's really sweet. Yeah. It's a way to take sake and kind of ruin it, in my opinion. <laughs> well, the sake there is actually they have a good selection and it's usually really good. And I know, but sake, like I like the really dry kind. Right. So don't take any of that good stuff and then put a bunch of sweet stuff in it and then make it, make it a cocktail. Yeah, I just drink this hockey. My opinion. So then off we go. That's kind of the, the fast drink, but it, it takes, you know, I mean, but you get to meander to the store with some really cool items to buy. And actually the vibe of Japan is really amazing. Yeah, it is a cool vibe. It is an amazing pavilion. If they have those drummers going mm-hmm. that are high up in the tower thing, mm-hmm. oh man, it is just a kind of a breathtaking situation happening yeah. in japan it's really cool it's a they've got a great vibe there it's a really cool place. the landscaping is beautiful mm-hmm. it's really nice i think it's just really refreshing to leave the american pavilion <laughs> yeah because it's like kind of a dud at the american pavilion it's just well like, i'm not gonna say it's a dud and we'll talk about that in a minute okay but it's not a dud the concert series because the concert series we've okay, seen okay, yeah okay. Oh, never mind we'll, we'll come back to that so anyways the next stop is morocco i usually get in morocco have a beer and by this time, you know, nine drinks in, kind of feeling a little bit toasty. Now, I think Morocco is a good place to have a sangria. Yeah, I'm not a huge sangria fan. So, Well, that's fine, but I it, think... It could be a good place for that, yeah. Yeah, because it's like a little bit more refreshing. It has yeah. fruit, fruit juice, mm-hmm. some wine. So I think it's just not going to lay as like heavy. Definitely not going to lay as heavy. As a beer. Yeah, and this is where I'm feeling a little bit bloaty. Yeah. Yeah, but you're definitely... But you got to be careful because depending on how your tolerance is... I mean, I don't know. This just... You're 
You're pretty close to where, depending on how your tolerance is. Nine nine drinks is... And how fast you're going, I mean. Yeah, so this is where you realize you might want to slow down. (laughs) 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 Or maybe have another snack. Yeah, so... The next, well, I don't usually. I'm just like, all right, I'm going, I'm pushing. Yeah, you got to power through. And power through, and then I know because the next stop is France. Yeah, and there's so many options in France, really. Yeah, and you know what? To tell you the truth, they have that little place where you can get wine and champagne, and that's normally where I go. I just go, there's like a, it's almost like a hallway-style place that you can go in and order your your glass of champagne or um wine and i've actually gone in there and i'm not a champagne drinker and we'll have a champagne yeah just because it's lighter right i've been right. heavy on all the beer um i'll go in there and a lot of times we'll have nice white wine you know or, or well this champagne. sounds good on the menu currently is a ciroc sunset citrus vodka spritz Ooh, yeah that, that does sounds sound, nice it does sound really good this sounds like too much the frozen french martini because it has pineapple, orange, grape juice, lemon, lime. But no, normally I just have a nice wine. You know, a nice white wine is normally what I have, something a little lighter. And I'm going to throw it out there. Try something unusual. Yeah, go for it. Like maybe that. I mean, that's you got to remember, cocktail or, everybody, you're how many drinks in now? You're 10 drinks this in. This is your 10th. You're getting a little toasty. It's, you know, you might as well just live it up. Because by the way, the other people are still look that you're that you're um, drinking around the world with now. You're still seeing, and they're looking a little bit hazy too. And some of them are not looking very good at all. I found some people can't make it this far. Uh, they get into that between that seven and ten drink range, and they drop out. And that's fine. I I think that's respect. Oh, here's I'm I just found it. Here's what people really like there: the frosé. It's frozen Côte de Provence, Provence rosé, vodka, and peach. Okay. Well, then maybe I'll have one. So it's like a frozen rosé, vodka, peach, slushy. Awesome. Something. Then that might be my next and try. And that's the haul that you're talking about. I mean, you got to remember, it's it's your 10th drink. You're, you're powering. I say go, go adventurous. Yeah, why not at that point? And realize you're realizing here that that tomorrow morning rope dropping. Oh, you better is, not be rope dropping <laughs> tomorrow morning. You're realizing your dreams may be squashed with rope dropping. Tomorrow you better morning. not be rope dropping tomorrow morning. You just better be like chilling. It's resort day tomorrow. That's right. It is. It is. It's sleep in. It's a little bit of a resort day in the morning. It's resort day for sure. So. Then you finish up in there and you, you cross a bridge and you head to one of my favorite places is the Rosen Crown. I love the Rosen Crown. And the Rosen Crown has good food. Mm-hmm. It's it's a great little stop. During COVID, they had these weird lines set up and stuff. Yeah, it wasn't like a traditional kind of pub atmosphere. It was like mm-hmm. order your drink and get out. But I've had dinner deal. there. Well, the the... Dining room is behind right. the bar area. And the, it's a great place yeah. to have dinner. I've done that where I've I've actually, when I was by myself, went in there, had dinner, and had two or three beers with my dinner and called it a night. And that's plenty because, you know, then you're on your 13th, 14th drink 
but you didn't make it to Canada. So yeah, you didn't make it all the way. So what you can do is you can grab a Smithix, which Mm. is Smithix. Yeah, that's what I said. Did you? I think so. Smithix. Okay. (laughs) So if you don't know that beer, it's um, it's a fantastic beer. Um, We don't get that here where we live, so it's a. Fantastic. We used to have an Irish pub that served it, but they closed down, and I know. it's very unfortunate. But yeah, I don't have anywhere near me. So the Rose and Crown, when we were doing it with a group of, well, we started out as a group of six. We, we I think we had a group of around eight because we were with four other people I knew, and then they had family with them. Oh, I don't remember them. Yeah, but they were there. Anyway. Yeah, but they didn't really make it all the way. Well, the they kind of dropped out in China, and so then there was yeah, four of us. Right. They dropped out early. But there was four of us really doing Drink Around the World when I drank Around the World. And the UK was where the wheels fell off the bus for our group. Right. Think about it. You're on your 11th drink. The wheels can fall off the bus real fast. So this is a great little little situation that happened. It was it was a mayhem moment that then was a magic moment and really a fabulous, fabulous time. So we walked into the Rosen Crown and it was pre-COVID. So it was like still just open, you know, bar, pub kind of style. And there was a hot mic, unattended hot mic. Not magic. Not a magic mic. <laughs> A microphone. A microphone. That was live. It was live. Right. This thing on, it was live, but it was hooked to a stand on a piano. And I had no idea why it was there. I didn't care because the wheels were off the bus and we were all a little crazy, little crazy train. And I picked up the mic, unwound it from its stand and began talking into it. And I don't know what I was saying, but I kind of had the crowd going. They thought it was funny. I think they were probably all drinking around the world. So Yeah, but this is the end of the road for a lot of people. Yeah, and world. so it was kind of entertaining, kind of funny. And suddenly, out of nowhere, this wonderful lady comes flying in. She somehow finagles the mic out of my hands very charmingly, very simply. She sits down on her piano winds the cord back up, adjusts her mic, and starts going to town on this amazing improv song. And this is the wonderful, charming Carol Stein, who I had no idea who it was at the time, but she is a beloved, talented cast member who retired in November of this past year. And she has entertained people Throughout the Walt Disney World property, many, 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 many years, and I happened to take over Carol's mic. Yeah, and um, it was pretty damn funny. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty funny at that point. She had us all dancing and laughing, and she was just a bucket of fun and so entertaining. I think we probably stayed at the Rosen Crown for more than one drink. We did. Because we were enjoying Carol. We did. So very much. We did. And that's normally I do stay at the Rosen Crown for more than one drink. It's actually a pretty cool place. It's a nice, it's a really nice place. It is. So it's a great place to end your night if you need to. It's a great place to have dinner. Fantastic place on the on the Drink Around the World tour. Um, the next stop. But don't the- stop. Don't stop there. No, don't stop. You can make it. 
You can come back. Yes. But you have to leave to go to Canada. You got to make it to Canada. And Canada, just go have a Canadian. You go in and get a Canadian. And then, you know, the nice thing is have your beer, walk to the back. It's actually a very, really (laughs) nice, calm, like, place. No, it is. Go back to the falls. Enjoy your drink. You remember, you're on number 12 to 14 by this point, right? Maybe 15, depending on what you did in the UK. You're going to stumble around the falls. Go there. It's a great little cool place to hang out. Home of one of my favorite steakhouses in Walt Disney World, La Cellier. La Cellier. It's so Um, nice. But... You might not want to go there between 12 and 14 drinks. They don't want you there. They do not want you there. I promise you. So anyways, check out the falls. By that time. Oh, take a picture. Stick your head through the totem pole pictures. The wheels in the bus go round and round or way off by now. Oh, no. Your wheels are gone. Yeah. So it got a little crazy. You can stick your heads through these. We have pictures with sticking our heads through these little like The totem pole cutout things. Yeah. Um, Definitely take so many pictures because there's a lot of fun photo opportunities. Yeah. Um, then we then we headed back to where the Rose and Crown is, and took pictures inside of a phone booth. Yep, with four of us inside. Yep, of it. We um, squished out. We all of us squished <laughs> into the phone booth. We had a lot of fun on that trip. Um, There's a camel in uh, Morocco that you can take a photo with, mm-hmm. but kind of do it like from below where your camera's below it, and you're all doing a selfie with the can with the camel. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. That's it. You made it all the way around the world. You um, did. And you you should be proud of yourself. Now you got to get home. I would suggest you have a plan. Um, I've gone on the bus back to a hotel. Um, made friends on the bus, by the way. Um, I bet. And it was fun. There was uh, one time. Uh, this was way back in the day when Uber what, didn't have a pickup area. I had to go th- walk all the way out the parking lot. And he met me out by the on-ramp. Oh, my God. To get into Epcot. And here I am, 12, 14, whatever, 14 drinks in, <laughs> slushing through. There could have been alligators that could have eaten my drunkness going through that. Oh, my God. And it was crazy. And then I jumped in the Uber and headed back to the hotel. But I was like, that was before the Ubers, you know, were, were a thing in Disneyland. Yeah. The ride Lyft. share wasn't yeah. necessarily yeah. like... Yeah. It wasn't a thing, and he didn't know how to get in, and I had to drop out. Another time, I had a, a friend of mine pick me up who lived in Orlando and then took me back to the hotel. How he kind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's so, what friends are for, I that's guess. That's right. And so it, I would make a plan, figure it out. Now that with the ride shares, it's not too bad. but Yeah, ride shares, and if you um, are on property, there's a lot of uh, Disney transportation. If you are staying at the Boardwalk or the Beach Club. You know what? Why don't you just, it, the night you're drinking the around way. the world, get a room at the Boardwalk, <laughs> Beach Club, or the Yacht Club. Yeah. I, or Swan and Dolphin, because they're also, they're a Marriott property, yeah. and they're like But that's right a lot there. of time walking by the water. They're and you're be, just like. Just make sure your weeble wobbleness. Yeah. Can I would recommend home. Beach Club is probably the closest. Yeah, it's. It's and by the end of the night, if you have to walk all the way out to the front, oh, it's not fantastic. No, it's not. I would just figure out a way that you can get out of the international gateway, just back through, you know, there. 
Well, figure that out. And then tomorrow, like we said, just plan a resort day. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're not going to be 100%. I don't care how good you are at drinking. You're just not going to feel great. No, and even if, like, you start out early. Let's say you start at noon, 1 o'clock, and you get done all the way around the world by 7. You're still two drinks an hour, by the way, at that point. And you're, That's, it's binge drinking. It is at binge its finest. drinking. And so the next day... Take a resort day. Do not think that you're going to be rope dropping. It's, we went it's to Animal to Kingdom when we did it, and that's a whole other story. But there was some hurt happening. Yeah. There were, it wasn't even like stomach upset or anything like that. It was like a whole other level of what I didn't expect in the Florida heat being hungover <laughs> to happen to me. So I would just say just plan to take it easy. Yeah, take it easy. I mean, go back to the park, start drinking again, whatever you're going to do, but do it a little bit later. Yeah, I totally agree with that. So what do you think our current plan is? Like we're going again to Walt Disney World in a couple months Mm -hmm. and uh, we haven't done the drink around the world for four years or five years, four years, I guess. And I'm not in any sort of condition to do drink around the world. I'm not primed. I'm not ready. Well, we've got a couple months to train. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if I we just can we do even though we're not going to get like the t-shirt for it, you know what I mean? There's no I'm taking my t-shirt. t-shirt. I have right. two drink around the world t-shirts and you know, I know you do too. So No, I know. I'm just saying like there's no prize for like finishing drink around the world. Official prize. <laughs> no, there isn't. Disney does well let's throw this out there. Disney does not give you any sort of recognition. No. For finishing drinking around the world. So what I'm saying <laughs> is what if we just went to Epcot like three times and then we like got drinks from the places over three nights or three days. Well, I'm going to throw it out there that at least two. two oh, I, I just can't. We don't have that many nights. Yeah. All right. Then I'm just going to hit the highlights. I think we can do it. I have faith. But yeah, let's do it. So anyways, um, that was a explanation of what Drink Around the World is. And the way that Jake does it. I've only done it once, so I have no expertise I have oh, once you've done it. full respect for everyone that does it, but I don't have any desire to do it again. I, You know what, though? Overall, it's a lot of fun. We do have a ton of fun. Um, I did it by myself. I'm going to say I had a lot of fun when there was four of us that did it all the way. We had Yeah, that, had, was, that was a really fun time. Yeah. But it was, it was mayhem at its finest, and... Um, it didn't really turn into mayhem till the Rosen Crown. <laughs> <laughs> then do the whole thing. Why not? Yeah, do the whole thing. Have fun. Just, you know, be safe. Take it easy. Hydrate. Yeah. yeah, hydrate. Oh, and along the way, maybe it's a good idea to have some water. Throwing it out there. Water is always <laughs> a good thing to think about. So make sure you take some water along the way. All right. Um, I appreciate everyone who's listening. Thanks, listeners. Okay, thank you. Bye. Have fun drinking around the world. Okay, bye. See your drunk pictures. Bye. We would love to read your story of magic or mayhem that you've experienced at the Disney parks. If you have something funny to share or magical to share, mayhem to share, 
Tell us the story and we'll read it on the air. Or maybe you need to come on and tell the story for yourself. Send us an email, magicandmayhempod at gmail.com. Find us at Magic and Mayhem Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Our podcast is brought to you by Integrated Tax. If you're looking for a firm that will focus on your individual tax preparation needs and always treat you like a client who matters, look no further. Integrated Tax is a firm that is large enough to offer a full range of professional tax preparation services, but small enough to give you the individual attention you deserve. For more information, visit integrated.tax or find the link in the show notes. Thanks, Integrated Tax.